0: Sports Complex, afternoons 5 to 7. Woo!
1: Hell yeah! On the horn.
0: Back on the Sports Complex, hour two on a Thursday afternoon. Get into your text, 512-447-3776. Got some good ones going. We're going to read some more of those. We're going to get into some college football picks. We're going to get into some NFL picks. We're still asking you who's going to be the most important player for Texas versus OU this weekend. If you've got any jokes, send them on in for Jake to read. And, uh, you know, we're going to keep it rolling here. And if you've got any picks, anything else you want to put on there, we'll be doing our Texas predictions tomorrow. The big show tomorrow. Uh, Aaron Hogan is going to be out with guests at uh, Terry Black's Barbecue in Dallas. So you can go check him out if you're going to be in Dallas. Rob Babers is going to join me in studio, giving you three hours, four to seven, tomorrow, breaking down Texas versus OU, whatever else we talk about on the weekend. I'm sure we might get into some other topics, but we're going to be talking a lot of Texas and OU tomorrow. And then Saturday morning, 9 to 11, right here on the horn, you can hear Rob Babers and Aaron Hogan breaking down, giving you the pregame. And then watch party, the field house out at the crossover. Myself, Jacob Standard, who is joining me today will be out there. All of that info uh, should be available at hornfm.com. I am not the web guy. I believe it is. One of the jobs <laughs> I do not have is I am not the web guy, but all that information should be up at hornfm.com. I'll, I'll call the guy who handles that. You'll call the guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good yeah. to know. Uh, we text, though. Before we get to some college football picks, we'll read a couple more texts to get to you guys. We appreciate you sending them in, because uh, Oklahoma Greg did sacrifice for us. He said he's been uh, real interesting. I've been listening to OU Sports Stations today. And they're saying oh, OU won't be able to run on Texas, so, they're, so they'll be going high tempo with quick passes to move the ball, which is what they've been doing, and they haven't been able to run the ball on many people. The run game has not been great this year, so we knew that. Also said oh, OU has much better defensive ends, and if they can continue to disrupt yours, he'll turn it over, which will be the difference in the game. They have had good uh, pass rushing. They've also played against worst offensive lines than Texas has, so that kind of goes into it. And if Texas doesn't have great defensive ends, we have a much, much better interior D-line than they have. So as much as they can say, our D line as a whole is probably better than their D line. Uh, but yes, their edges may be slightly better, slightly more experienced than what we have at our, our D edges. Uh but it is. You're they're gonna try and disrupt yours. They're gonna try and show him a bunch of different looks to confuse him so he doesn't know where the pressure is. They also blitz linebackers a bunch in that Venable system. So they're gonna be trying to Basically get everybody to commit and then send a delayed blitz up the middle. They know he likes to hold the ball a little bit too long at times. But if Quinn Ewers can keep running the ball, uh, if he gets out and spreads outside, that's the thing Dylan Gabriel can do that you have to worry about. Quinn Ewers has shown in the last couple of games he can do it too. And if he does that on you, it adds just another weapon on the Jonathan Brooks can run the ball at you. Quinn Ewers can go to the outside. you got JT Sanders, Xavier Worthy, A.D. Mitchell, Jordan Whittington. And, and, like, there's just so many weapons, it's going to be hard. I, they're going to try and go up-tempo. They're going to try to – the problem is they've been subbing running backs a lot at Oklahoma because neither guy has been able to really stay on the field and do anything. And if they sub, it allows Texas Times to sub, which kind of slows down that hurry-up because Texas is going to be able to bring guys on and off and they have the depth of defense. So that's a question is do they – does Oklahoma really try and play hurry-up and not substitute? If they do that, they may be able to get – uh, to an edge because Texas has been used to rotating players a little bit more.
1: Yeah, and maybe there's a little bit of gamesmanship there too where if Texas gets the opportunity to sub where the refs are going to go stand over the ball, maybe you just kind of send him out there, you know, at at his own pace. Yeah, his- well especially if it's on their side yeah. or if it's in
0: your side you know, you don't want to let him communicate, all those things. Right. Uh, another name for the thing, the Cotton Clash <sighs> uh, I don't know, I, I think Cotton <laughs> will stay further away from, I know it's a Cotton ball and all that, but I think we'll stay away from it for now uh, Sergeant Cake, I'm picking the whole D-line for the X-Factor of this game. Outside of this is a good game to let Jontae Cook get some deep balls. I, I do think they're going ha- to have something to throw out there. It is curious. And what he said, Keelan Robinson's a guy who kept seeming like he was going to be brought out, but he hasn't really been. And I think partly they weren't expecting to have as much success
1: as they had. You're right. hoping to have it. They were insurance plans almost.
0: Yeah, and he would go, well, if we don't, it's it's in case of emergency, Blake, break glass. Right. There's no emergency. No. So, I, you know, those guys may be sitting and they've been waiting for three games now going, all right, guys, break that glass. <laughs> but we don't know. I, I'd like to see one of those younger guys, a couple of the younger guys maybe get in and, and get a couple deep shots down the field. Uh, I know he likes to keep in his guys, especially because of, you know, having to audible if you need to having the blockers where he, I don't know if he trusts Jontae Cook or, or or any of those younger guys to necessarily block as well. So if you do decide, okay, Quinn's going to have to carry it and you like to be able to have him a little bit of blockers, you may not have that. But for deep shots, you can get one of those young guys in. I'm agreeing with you there, Sergeant Cake. My favorite, Jordan Whittington. Fact is uh, fact is that he hangs out with Bebo before and after the games. My favorite Jordan Winnington. fact is that he hangs out with Bebo before and after games. That sounds like a Jordan Whittington thing.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it. Oh yeah, have you seen pictures of it? I have. I've uh, seen pictures. I didn't know it was every game. Oh, he's very serious about it. He loves him some Bevo. It's much better than bring out the 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 wagon. Is that what they bring out? I, I don't know. It's the yeah, hopefully they tightened all the bolts this year. <laughs> hopefully, or they don't. You know, either way, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I know. I look
0: Oklahoma. We know Oklahoma people suck. We know they're not that smart. We know this. Uh, in twenty twenty three, we got to be politically correct. Oklahoma people are smart enough to, to tighten bolts. Maybe. They've learned lefty, Lucy, righty, tighty. They've, we've had to tell them for years. I'm not convinced. You're not convinced. Okay. No. Uh, Bebo Angel says the most important player for Texas against OU will be Jonathan Brooks. If he goes for 200-plus yards, it means our O-line is winning in the trenches. It will open up the entire playbook for the offense. A performance like that will definitely put him on the national stage. It will. It is, yeah. If Jonathan Brooks goes off again after he played extremely well against Alabama... In a big game, and after he played really well the next few weeks, and if he puts him up, and that would put him up close to, uh, close to eight hundred something yards for the season already, I, I think he starts to get some, notif- some notice. But also, if you know Quinn Ewers look well in, this, in these in these games too, so the Heisman vote kind of gets split around. But uh, just to get no- national notice, I don't want to give too much because you know you'd like him to be around next year, right? right? But right. just enough, just enough. Piper says Jay Brooks. Uh gets 200. Do we already get Ugly Kid Joe? Hate music. Yes, we did, Moffat. That was the first song I played was Ugly Kid Joe. Solid. I have to watch it, though, because I know he cusses later in that song, and I didn't have the edit version. So we'll get to that. Uh, Warrior Pride Never Dies, Class of 03. Uh, man, there's a lot of Westwood Warriors that listen to this station. There was a ton of It lit up after you confirmed We were burnt that. orange. We were like a burnt orange team. It, right. So yeah. I guess I guess we can get it there. Uh, make Neil Mavs in there. Ooh, rivalries and another warrior class in 99. Shout out to all the warriors out there. You know what? and look like, I Round Rock are Round Rock ISD. Shout out to those guys. Really, anybody's listening. Shout out I don't I don't want to have any real pride in my high school. I didn't I didn't care that much when I was in high school. Much much more care about these Texas Longhorns right now. Uh but let's get to some picks and we'll get back to the text line. 512-447-3776. Send in what you want to talk about. Uh if you've got a most important player of the game, you haven't sent that in yet, send that in to us but I do want to get to some
1: picks Uh, Jacob says I've been perfect so far this season Uh, false no false you were you you were three and three last week not three for three three for three last (laughs) week
0: nailed it those other ones were clearly not my picks. We're not going to
1: disclose what my record was, though. <laughs> we're
0: not going to disclose. I can tell you it was worse than 3-for-3. Three three. It was
1: 2-4. and four. Okay. Yeah, no, it was not a good week.
0: Yeah, when, when I said worse for 3-for-3, three three, you're like, I'll just close now because 1-for-5. Because then the
1: four. options started getting bad. Was, <laughs> started man, bad. did he go 0-for-6?
0: <laughs> Let's go through some of these games real quick, and we'll get back to the text line. I promise. 512-447-3776. You guys are killing it. So I say you guys drive the show. I just try to keep it on the rails. Not working today, but we're going for it. So, also, if you've got jokes for Jacob to read at the end of the show, send in your favorite OU jokes. Send those in. Uh, who you think the most important player of the game is. Anything else you want to talk about? Texas OU, send that in as well. We're going to make some NFL picks, too. If you've got an NFL, a, heart, a hot take on the NFL, send that in. Uh, some football picks, though. LSU, number 23, LSU, takes on number 21, Missouri. Kicking off games, 11 a.m. games. This is a uh, LSU is a four and a half point favorite. Their season is already pretty far from pretty close to over.
1: Yeah. That's not looking good.
0: They were, they were hoping that this was going to be a season they can compete uh, for a, for a national championship. Jalen Daniels or Jaden Daniels uh, really thought they, he was going to lead them. This offense has been good. So offense has been
1: electric. The defense is not. They just can't stop anybody. Yeah.
0: I, I got the, first of all, we'll tell you the easy pick. I think the over, even though it's pretty high at 64.5, I mm-hmm. like the over in this game because Missouri also doesn't like to play defense. And, well, the over seems like a good bet. Uh, the LSU has some injuries in the secondary. I believe they have two guys out in a third that's maybe out in that secondary to let Missouri kind of go out there. It's, I mean, Missouri secondary is outside of the top 100 and their stats. So both these secondaries are beat up, not playing well. Uh, look for Jaden Daniels and Logan Diggs to try and do as much as they can in this game. Uh, but this LSU defense is so bad. Yeah. they're so so bad and I think that for Missouri they're at five and0 have a lot more to play for they're at home I think this LSU team you know you all it takes is one player on defense to not have that mental lapse and to, you know just get out of it because they're a little down because this season isn't going their way and I think Missouri can come out and at least cover if not win this game uh at four and a half point favorites they got a good Brady Cook's a quarterback. He's got no interceptions this year, and they have a wide receiver named Luther. There you go. Missouri. So, you know, I like guys' name. Luther's
1: a cool name for a football player. Okay, so you're going to take Missouri with the points? i might take
0: Missouri with the points.
1: Okay. Well, uh, and it is interesting that Missouri's secondary is outside the top 100 in terms of statistics for a group of a secondary because they have two of the SEC's top defensive backs back there as well. But their safeties get beat deep all the time. And guess where Jaden Daniels loves to throw the ball? He's got 353.4 yards per game through the air, and he's got a 99.9 QBR, according to Pro Football Focus, on throws 20-plus yards down the field. Give me LSU minus 4.5. You like LSU going there. Yes.
0: I think it's a high-scoring game, but you know it just goes back and forth. I think Jaden Daniels also can make some more mistakes. Uh, Brady Cook understands what to do to keep the ball safe, and I don't know if LSU has that, but that's where I'll go with. So we got the differences there. I'll say, Missouri covered, or I'll say Missouri with the points. You say LSU covers. Uh, Washington State, number 13. Looking good. Everybody loves Washington State. One of the remaining Pac-12 schools still in existence, taking on UCLA. UCLA is a three-and-a-half-point favorite, even against number 13 Washington. Make it make sense. Uh, they're second in passing, Washington State. Yep. This this passing attack is electric. Oh, yeah. They're 99th in rushing. Oh, (laughs) so they are—they are the definition of a one-dimensional team. Yeah, they want to throw the ball. They want to throw the ball. They want to throw the ball. Uh, UCLA doesn't has a really good defense. Uh, UCLA is six overall in scoring defense. I think when it gets down to the red zone, if you can't play power football, it kind of hurts you a little bit. So I think even if they're going to be able to get some big plays, they're not going to be able to get in the end zone. Uh, I have UCLA. uh, I have Washington State covering, uh, but I think UCLA wins.
1: Okay, yeah, I'll take Washington State as well. Um, like you mentioned, electric passing attack, not, not so great in the running game. But uh, the UCLA freshman QB, Dante Moore, he's starting to show that he's a freshman. Yeah. Because he started off really hot, and he missed his first 11 of 15 attempts in his last game. So, uh, yeah, give me give me Washington State with the points, which is absurd.
0: Yeah. I, I, it's crazy they're getting points, but that should tell you something about yeah. how people feel about this team going forward. And when national rankings in Vegas don't agree, you tend to go with Vegas. Right. That's just the g- general rule. Uh, big one. Number 11, Alabama, is a one-point favorite over the Texas a and Aggies. They did their cult ritual the other day for Halloween. The yeah. Aggies did where they paint their faces and bring out pumpkins, and they do – the whole thing they do, and every year they're like, Why do you guys, or why are you guys so surprised? We're like, Because we think at a certain point someone will stop this. We thought somebody was going to grow up. <laughs> we thought somebody along the lines would go, Hey, guys, you shouldn't do this because you guys you guys are a cult. Like, you look really like a cult. And uh, even we know anyone's free to leave. You're free to leave. Don't leave, but you're free to leave. Don't leave, though. But you're free to leave. Yeah, Scientologists are looking <laughs> at you guys sideways. <laughs> Max Johnson's played well coming in uh, for, for AM. But I, I still I, you know I get that this Alabama team hasn't looked great. The defense is getting better as the season goes on. Uh, Millrose looking like he's getting a little bit better. I, I don't think this. I don't think the, the the fall of the empire of Alabama. I think is a little bit over exaggerated because Texas went in there and beat them. I agree that everybody thought. And then the next week they basically pulled Milroe and put in two bad quarterbacks. Uh, I I I think Alabama gets this win. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking
1: Bama as well. I mean, it's Nick Saban we're talking about here. You you said earlier this week if they have two losses, it's a bad season for Alabama by their standards. That's absurd. Two losses That's... to former a former assistants too. Yeah. Ooh, Nick Saban <laughs> be mad, right? No. Yeah, and, and, and trust me,
0: if Nick Saban wants to beat one one coach in college football, oh, it's, it's Jim Jimbo. Ofer. And Jimbo Fisher, I know he wants to beat. Uh, Nick Saban, I just don't have the same level of respect for Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> Not even close. Surprisingly enough. Yeah. We're 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 too similar so far.
1: Bama is a 1 point favorite,
0: that's a joke. I get it. It's at A&M. I get that Jimbo They got you last
1: year and, and I get
0: yeah. A&M is probably putting a ton of money on this game. I think I think Aggie fans are putting a ton of money on this that's game. Exactly they feel what good it about is. it. Yeah. So I think that may move the line a little bit. Uh, UCF is a 1 point favorite at Kansas. Just an interesting game for Texas fans. Again, this is a team you have played. Uh, if Kansas continues to fall, uh, Jalen uh, Daniels is a game-time decision. So r- the reports are he's probably not going to play in this game, which is not great. Uh, if you've got Beam, he played okay against Texas, but that is clearly a much different offense. The defense isn't quite there for Kansas yet. Uh, UCF is third in rushing offense uh, with Johnny Richardson and R.J. Harvey. They're both running the ball extremely well. I, I-, I, want, I want Kansas to win this game because – think it would help us out if Kansas did well, but I got UCF covering the one point.
1: Yeah, I, I got UCF as well. UCF had 201 yards in the first quarter against Baylor last week. Yeah, They scored a touchdown on their first three drives, and I get Baylor is Baylor, but we saw what Jonathan Brooks did to this Kansas rush defense. I mean, I just think UCF is going to be way too much to handle on the ground. Give me UCF minus one.
0: Yeah, and if Jalen Daniels playing, it it may be something different because you are able to kind of go at him piece for piece of offense versus offense. But without that, just it's too much. Uh, Number 20, Kentucky, goes on to take number one, Georgia. 14.5 point spread for Georgia, but we know they have not been looking as dominant as in years past. They're winning. They're not as dominant. Let's just say that, and part of that is Carson Beck is a young new quarterback. Stetson Bennett knew what he was doing; he knew how to run this offense. Carson Beck is showing a little bit of immaturity and a little bit of inexperience. Sure, going up against a Kentucky team where Ray Davis looked like the greatest running back in the history of football last week. Oh
1: my they goodness, had he was pull, unstoppable. They had
0: to pull him out of the game while he, after 280 yards and three touchdowns, they had yeah. to pull him out of the game. I believe four touchdowns actually. He had a receiving touchdowns.
1: Oh yeah, that was a painful game to watch. Uh Kentucky defense looks good. The
0: run game looks good. There's a lot of things you going for you with Kentucky. I don't think they beat Georgia. But I think Georgia has not been putting up fifty point games against everybody anymore. I have Kentucky keeping it in the keeping in the number with the points.
1: I have Kentucky going for it. Okay. I mean that's interesting. Kentucky did look really impressive last week. Let's get one thing straight. This isn't Florida. This is Georgia, the number yes. one team in the nation. Okay, there's no way that Georgia isn't going to try and make a statement game against this Kentucky team. That stadium holds 92,000 people and those Wildcats are going to be terrified when they get in there (laughs) and the Georgia Bulldogs start making all that ruckus. Give me Georgia to cover 14 and a half.
0: Yeah, I, I just think Georgia is a little bit more vulnerable to not lose this game. I don't think Kentucky wins the game, but if you can play solid defense, you can run the ball, you can control the clock enough that you're going to be able to stay in the game and maybe get a late cover late or, you know, just stay in the game within it. But I like Kentucky in that one to cover 14 and a half. A couple more games for you, and then we'll get back to the text line. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll do some NFL picks. 512-447-3776. Send that in. Uh, if you've got any picks, if you've got uh, who do you think is going to be the star for Texas in this game, send that in. Five one two four four seven three seven seven six. Number 10, Notre Dame. Yep. Had a rough couple weeks. They play two big games. Ohio State barely lose the game against Ohio State. Heartbreaking fashion. Then try and lose the game against Duke and come back and are able to get the win and keep their season alive. Six and a half point favorites against number 25 Louisville. Louisville not having a hard run of it. No. Uh, Jack Palmer for Louisville has six interceptions. I don't trust him in this game against Marcus Freeman's defense. Uh, Notre Dame is finally going to turn it back on, and I think this is the opponent they need to have where they can come out and handle what they need to handle. Louisville is not a bad team. They're just not ready to play a Notre Dame team who I feel is going to be pretty pissed off by how the scheduling worked.
1: Yeah, couldn't agree more. I'll, I'll take Notre Dame to cover the 6.5. Sam Hartman can absolutely sling the football, 14 touchdowns, no interceptions.
0: So, Yeah, yeah I, Sam Hartman's just really good,
1: and it just seems like they're going to be pissed, right? Oh, yeah. Like God, Well, okay, and- the caveat, assuming they have 11 players on the field at all times, <laughs> I'll take Notre Dame to cover the six and a half. A couple more picks. Well,
0: one more big one, and then I'll get you one. F- Twenty-four, Number 24, Fresno State at Wyoming. They're a five-point favorite against Wyoming. We know Wyoming is tougher than some people think. They're top 15 in explosive plays. Fresno State hasn't played hardly anybody this season. Going up against the Wyoming team, I don't think that you're going to take them lightly, but I got Wyoming pulling another upset in this game. Wyoming over Fresno State. Fresno State's been good,
1: but I like Wyoming and their toughness. We're on the same page there. I thought I was going to get you on that one. I like <laughs> Wyoming with the five points. Uh, that, that running back they have, Harrison Whaley, I mean, he had 191 yards again last week. I yeah. mean, he's just a monster. So I'll, I'll take Wyoming to sneak up on Fresno State, who's won 14 straight against a bunch of nobodies. Yeah. So Fresno State's been looking good.
0: I, and I think this, again, helps your resume if you're Texas. Get Wyoming. Show a little bit better. Help that resume. Help that resume. Look at them. They beat Fresno State. Hey, they're a ranked team. Yeah, twenty
1: fourth ranked they're team in the big, nation. They're
0: ranked. Yeah. If, if your non conference schedule is three teams that can beat ranked teams, that's not bad. That's a really good non conference. Yeah, that's not bad. Let's go look at what Oklahoma's non conference was. Oh. Let me see.ing Let me let me research what these names are. <laughs> Come on, that's a good non conference for Texas. Speaking of Texas, I will make my pick tomorrow. But you get to make your pick today because you're not on the air with me tomorrow. Yes. Number 12, Oklahoma versus number three, Texas. Texas is five and a half last
1: I looked. It was moving down, though, getting a little bit closer. What do you got? Okay. So we've been talking about this all week. And we've gone over the matchups and all that. So I'm not going to kill y'all with stats about how Quinn needs to have a big game or they need to shut down Dylan Gabriel. But I will tell you this. I am done being on the fence. I am done saying this is the week they get got. I am done hoping that Texas opponents keep it within the number just so I can feed my ego and say I was right on the pick. Texas made a couple statement wins already this season, and this is going to be the best one yet. Give me the horns, hook them, because it is 626, and OU still sucks.
0: There you go. There you go, Jacob. That's how you make a pick on the radio, Jacob. That's how you get them. Everybody told Jacob he did a good job. Round of applause from everybody on the listener base. Especially all my Warriors out there. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, a little fired up on that one. When we come back, we'll read some more of your texts. We'll get to some NFL picks and uh, get close to wrapping up the show. Maybe we'll get some uh, jokes read, too. If you guys got OU jokes, we'll see if Jacob's got some of them ready, too, uh, before we wrap up the show here. 512-447-3776 is the text line. We'll be right back on the Sports Complex on the Horn 1019 and 1260, the Horn App, and hornfm.com.
1: Rick Davis and the Sports Complex, weekday afternoons on the Horn. Haters, 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 haters. and I made myself so easy to love. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Back at the Sports Complex on the Horn. Got a little bit, got about a half hour left for you here on the Sports Complex on a Thursday afternoon. Text line's open, 512-447-3776. Send in your text. We're asking you who is the most important player for Texas. Who is going to be the star of the show on Saturday for Texas as they go on to beat OU like Jacob has predicted, like everyone seems to have predicted? It's It's, it's making me nervous. It's making me nervous how much everyone's predicting them. OU people are predicting them, and it's driving me nuts. It should feel good. It should. It should should feel good. It'll
1: feel good Saturday at, like, 2 p.m.? No, see, and I don't want to eliminate the paranoia after the Oklahoma game. I want it gone before. I want to go into Oklahoma thinking we're oh, the, I don't want the team, team. I don't want the team to be paranoid.
0: Don't get me wrong. The team has, needs to have a, a much stronger mental fortitude than than radio host Patrick Davis needs to Oh, I'm to have. certain they do. I was talking about for <laughs> us.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I know. We'll be out there sweating at every play. Every play call out there at the field house. Uh, At the crossover where Jacob and I will be for the watch party for the Horn, you can come join us out there. And tomorrow, of course, big show four to seven p.m. Aaron Hogan out at Terry Black's Barbecue in Dallas. Rob Babers joining me in studio, giving you all the angles. Texas OU, we haven't talked, we've been talking about all week. But who wants, who doesn't want to hear more? Well, y'all are gonna break out some stuff that people haven't heard yet, right? I'm sure we will. Yeah. Hey, we may get a Ryan Watts update by tomorrow too. Hey, check that out. We will. We know if you have not not heard, J.T. Sanders, uh, Sark said that everything that he looks good and is is coming back, which is great news. Because uh, when that injury happened, you, you you could have thought the worst.
1: So to just basically miss the second half of a game that you were up in, not uh-huh. the not the worst thing. No, it definitely made me hold my breath for a little bit. Jt Sanders is man, he's he's, good. he's different. <laughs> uh, let's get back to the text line. We get a uh, hook 'em baby. Texas
0: thirty four. Oh who twenty three. There we go. So that's a, that's a pretty that's a pretty good number right there. Want to see the Texas O-Line and D-Line maul the OU lines and Jonathan Brooke run for 168 yards and two TDs. That is a very specific. It's almost a very nice number. One yard off a very nice number. But 168 uh, is a it's a great number. I was going to tell a joke I can't tell on the radio. So just hold that one in as it went through my brain. Oh, hold on. Try to dance around nope, it. Nope. Can't dance around it. Hold- the whole joke is relying on something dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my pick is Jalen Ford. Two picks on Sunday, or on Saturday. That would be a big game for Jalen Ford uh, to get two picks. I'd love to see that as well. We've got a couple people saying that Jalen Ford needs to step, that he's going to step up and show, not that he needs to, he has been playing great, that he's going to step up and show that he has the, uh, that he is the, should have been defensive player of the year last year and go on a national stage and say, I was the defensive player of the year for the Big 12 last year and y'all didn't vote it for me. So I'm
1: going to go out there and embarrass all you that if, didn't vote for me. If he gets a chance to do an acceptance speech, you know, when he gets it this year, I hope he says, you know, yeah, it's nice to be the reigning two-time defensive Two time. player. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I I do it is funny. I don't know if Texas players are going to win any Big 12 awards this year. I think you got to kind of take them, but we'll see if right. the Big 12 media does not vote for them out of spite. Where they're all going to say, well, we're not watching. We'll watch the other games. I've looked at the rest of that Big 12 schedule. That Kansas-USCF game is the second best game.
1: Yeah, well, then you have to make the resume undeniable then.
0: Yeah, you do. And hopefully these people will not take it out on young men that these schools have made decisions. Right. I mean, they will because they're, they're grown babies. But you should not take it out on the college athletes that the colleges made decisions for money and punish them and not give them awards that they clearly won. So you shouldn't do that, and that goes for OU as well. You shouldn't do that for Texas. You shouldn't do that for OU. If OU players deserve those awards, you shouldn't do it either that way.
1: It is unfortunate that the top two teams in that conference are leaving.
0: Yeah. I mean, we know in the Pac-12, Washington State and Oregon State are winning everything. Yeah, no, those two are looking <laughs> solid, yeah. Uh, Nate says, want to see a big game out of X, the kind of game that gets some articles on him being the first-round pick again. I agree. He's had some big games in Oklahoma, against Oklahoma before in the Cotton Bowl. He. This is one where on his way out – we all assume he's going pro next season, that if he comes out and has that big game where OU tries to play man coverage for a while on him because they, they're going to try and focus and stop the run, and if they try and stop Jonathan Brooks and they put him in man coverage and you just see Sark's eyes light up, and you see those eyes of Texas there's they're watching and just Xavier Worthy, Xavier Worthy, Xavier Worthy, Xavier Worthy, Xavier Worthy. we could see it. I like to see that as well. Texas should be ranked right. should be ranked one right now uh, with the resume, if they're not after this game, then I'm crying conspiracy. Look, if, if Georgia beats the crap out of Kentucky, they're going to stay number one. You, you don't punish someone for winning. You don't, and and, and I I could see it with Michigan too, but Michigan's done everything they need to, and they've blown out everybody they played. I can see that Texas has played the toughest schedule, but this will all even out because Georgia's going to play some good teams. Oh, it's coming, and if they don't win, then they won't. If they I, I'd rather us not get to number one and then get jumped for no because our schedule is not strong enough. Right. Because that sets the precedent for us to go down to 4 or 5 undefeated just because our schedule lessens out because of the Big 12. So I don't want to set that precedent. Texas can get up there, and they they can get to number 1 legitimately because Kentucky takes it down to the wire, an overtime game against Georgia, and they decide to knock them down because they didn't do it, and Texas handles their business. Or Michigan has a close game or something like that. Then I'm fine with that. But I, I, I get it that it, because of the resume right now, but in the whole season, it'll even itself out. And now that we're not in the BCS, it's not as terrible as it was uh, back when
1: this TexoU ou game mattered before. Yeah. And Now, granted, Georgia's SEC schedule is going to be a little lighter than it should be, but they still have to play an SEC championship at some point, and uh, that'll be against a very, very uh, difficult opponent. All right. Let's get to some NFL picks before we run out of time, and then we'll try and get some jokes at the very end. Do
0: you got some jokes written down? I've got a couple. Yeah. Okay. We've, we've had a well, couple we'll save really those good, for the very yeah. last segment. Yeah. If you've got any more that he wants to look at, 512 447 3776 If we get any more good texts, we'll try and get to him. I appreciate everybody texting in. TJ Horn, 4117. Horns, I appreciate everybody texting in right now. Let's go. Uh let's go tonight's game, real quick. Bears Commanders. Man, Thursday night football is back, guys. Uh, <laughs> Commanders are six point favorites. Uh they took the Eagles to overtime. Eagles are a good team. Uh, I, I think Commanders are going to win this game, uh, but I'd still take the Bears to cover just because I think it's going to be an ugly Thursday night football game. Are you really? I would take the Bears to cover this game. I I, I Look, and it may be a seven-point game. It may be a one-touchdown game, but I think it's a one-score game at the end. I know the Bears are not good at all, but I think they'll put up a fight to it, and I think the Commanders have played down to competition basically every single week. Fair. So I think they basically don't play at their top level, and the Bears play... You know, we don't know what their top level is. Yeah. So I I think it could be a one-score game, whether it's seven or five
1: or four. I will take, because the odds would say, uh, take the Bears to cover. So here's how I'm looking at it. I I don't see any improvement at all from the Bears from week to week. If anything, there might even be a regression. Whereas the Commanders, I can see improvement. Sam Howell's playing a little bit better. They're starting to figure it out on defense a little bit. Um, On that premise alone, I'm going to take the Commanders minus six because I don't have a lot of faith in the Bears to score the football. Yeah.
0: No, I don't either. I don't either. It's more along the lines. And and we know Sam Howell threw four interceptions in one game. He's got five on the season. right? So it's a misleading number of his interceptions. Right. I I just, for whatever reason, the the Commanders haven't blown anybody out. They've hung with everybody, and they haven't really stepped away from anybody. True. So They haven't played the Bears. They have not played (laughs) the Bears. That is the (laughs) statement of the day right there. Uh, Let's go down. We're not going to hit all these because we don't have time. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll, We'll do the Jaguars and the Bills. It's an interesting one. Bills are favored. Uh, by five and a half they won their last three games by a combined 90 points the bills yeah have. this is a joke uh the jaguars have not been playing great but they are in london this is another london game it's an 8 30 a.m game they never left they never left so they have better rest they this is you know even though it is a home game for the bills it is a home game for the jaguars yep we know this is there a chance that they throw off josh allen even though he seemed to figure it out after week one do they throw him off and are able to get it going because nope. it's there, or is
1: is it's just no chance? After his Week One four pick game, he has not thrown one since. And like you said, they've been beating people by a combined ninety points. Buffalo has figured it out. And, and that one of those teams, fire.
0: one of those teams, put up seventy the week before. Yeah, <laughs> they they beat the crap out of the Dolphins after the Dolphins beat the crap out of the Broncos.
1: Not only did they beat them, they held that offense to twenty points.
0: Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This this Bills team is playing really really well right now. Yeah, give me the Bills minus five and a half. Uh Bengals and Cardinals. This is a game. Where the Bengals have to win, right? This is panic mode. If they don't win this, they drop to one and four, Man. which is basically you're getting
1: close to having to win out, and you maybe lose one more game in the whole season. I don't know the exact number, but I know for zero and three teams, it was like, yeah, it was like thirteen percent of them make the playoffs. And we know that the Bengals are really like they have the talent on that team. Uh, they haven't
0: been able to do it. Uh, they're the thirty-second ranked offense. Oh, but the Cardinals are the 22nd, the twenty-sixth ranked defense. And I think Joe Burrow is the game day. Will write the ship a little bit. I don't know if it's going to be long term writing the ship, but I think he writes the ship, and we get to see it. And everybody gets some more hope against the the Bengals that they are, their offense starts to look a little bit better because they just take deep shots on this forty nine er on this Cardinals offense. I think I think the the Bengals cover on this one.
1: I agree. I agree. I think uh, exactly what you said. Joe Burrow get right game. I think he comes out tries to make a statement um, like the Cowboys should have done. Eagles four and
0: a half point favorites at the Rams. Eagles are the number 2 rush defense. The Rams are not going to be able to run this ball. They're going to have to make plays down the stretch. They have been keeping it close. The Eagles have not been blowing people out. There's been some problems. We don't know if Jalen Hurts is 100%. There's been rumors that he may not be. But this comes down to third downs. This comes down to if the Eagles and the, the Eagles and the Rams, the Rams can stop the Eagles on third down and get them to punt the ball and get a few more opportunities. I hate saying I, I like the Rams to cover four and a half. I don't know if I like them winning the game. I like the Rams to cover.
1: Yeah, with the points. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to agree. And I haven't seen the latest update on Cooper Cup. I mean, I know he was he, back good practice. He really, really
0: wants to play. Yeah. They don't know if they're going to let him into that game or not. Right. Uh, I would assume he's not going to play I until we see him that. But yeah, yeah I I like them to cover. I, you know, they've had electric options. I think they're going to be able to get some plays over the top and some, some big plays to keep them in this game. Yeah. And so I have the
1: Rams covering. Me too. And they're getting points. Let's get to the
0: Texas teams. Texans taking on the Falcons. Falcons, one-and-a-half-point favorites. It's a great rookie matchup. Bijan Robinson versus C.J. Stroud. We got Will Anderson in there, too. Tank Dell for the – a lot of good rookies in this game. Uh, Last week kind of took the Texans just uh, saying, oh, they'll do it again. And they did it again. They had another really good week.
1: How did that feel watching that go
0: down? (laughs) That was a fun (laughs) game. Last two weeks have been fun to watch as a Texans fan. I bet. This is a game – Defensively, Texas needs to get the pass rush. This is not CJ Stroud game. CJ Stroud's got to be good. It's a Will Anderson game. Ooh, Will Anderson. If he can go expose Desmond Ritter, okay. If he can get after Desmond Ritter and this uh, this Atlanta, I know Bijan's going to be Bijan. We yeah. know what he's going to do. But you need to expose Desmond Ritter. You need to get at him. Let Jalen Petrie or Bobby Ward or Jimmy Ward get up there and get an interception. Get get out Atlanta to mess it up because of Desmond Ritter. I think Texans can get after Desmond Ritter. D'Amico Ryan's knows how to get after these guys. That that defensive mindset is going to get them. Bijan's going to Bijan, sure. We know what he can do, but I think they can get after Ritter. I think they can get after some of the weaker parts of this Atlanta offense. Get in there and score enough points to come back and win this game.
1: Yeah, I agree. Bijan's going to do what he does, like you said. But I think they can weather the storm a little bit. And uh, the way C.J. Stroud's playing, it's just unbelievable. unbelievable. Um, I used the term undeniable earlier. You can't deny what he's bringing to that team anymore. Um, yeah, I'm taking the Texans as well. Cowboys at 49ers. 49ers are four point
0: favorites. Yes, they are. Cowboys, they 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 need to they need to make this a Brock Purdy game, and I don't know if they can do that. But you got to stop this run. You got to stop this run. Cowboys run defense seen some holes lately. Yeah, people are gassing us pretty good. And Christian McCaffrey, there may not be a better running back in the league right now. No, there may not be. And there may not be a better coach for coaching the run. This
1: run game for is this is this. Is this another loss for the Cowboys? No. No, it is not. This is the week that you knock the boogeyman off of your shoulders. This team has owned you over the last two seasons, Cowboys, and it is time to get your revenge. I will take the Cowboys and the points because maybe they lose by a field goal. But <laughs> <maybe>. <laughs> not the type of endorsement. Look, I think Dak
0: Prescott comes out and has a good game. I think the Cowboys play pretty well in this, and the 49ers are just too much for him right now. Uh, if Rico Donald doesn't play too, you know, it, it's just
1: That's a Yeah, that's a surprising I, I, I thing that I'm worried about. You're you're yeah. too
0: it's too easy to go out there and guard CJ uh, to grab, guard CD Lamb. Yeah. And I think once you guard CD Lamb, this offense is going to slow down immensely because now you're number one guys out there and you're going to have Michael Gallup, but if it's just Michael Gallup versus the 49ers, I don't have a lot of hope for the Cowboys. I think they can figure this out. I don't think they figured it out yet because they didn't seem to address a lot of the problems they had. They added Brandon Cooks, but they're not really using him a ton. No. He's not getting the production he needs to get. So that piece of it that you thought you'd want to add, that wasn't there. You say you added in the secondary, but you lose Trayvon Diggs. No fault of your own on that one. You did what you needed to do, but injury comes and gets you. So the add you did there. So both the ads that the Cowboys made that we thought were going to make a lot of difference, and Mozzie Smith, another thing you added that was supposed to be to help stop this run game. Right. He's not ready to go yet. He may be there by the end of the season. But he's not there yet, so I just don't think they're ready yet to go against it. But this is a good thing, because if the 49ers come out and get after you, then Jerry Jones has a little bit more time to make a decision. If he wants to try and do something
1: drastic to help this team out this season, he may, be, may be make a move. Well, you forget, we already know the 49ers' entire playbook. We picked up their backup quarterback. Oh, that's what it us is. He gave the entire scheme. He gave you the entire scheme. You know what you could also do? Watch a game film. Yeah, that part too. It's not that like Brock part Purdy's two. doing anything that crazy. Well, no, because remember, that's what turned the game for Baker Mayfield. Remember that one oh, time? He knew the true. signs at halftime. He knew the yeah. signs at halftime. We know him from the start. Is. We know yeah. from the start. There we go.
0: Uh, we're going to take one more break. When we come back, we'll try and get some jokes out of Jacob for Texas OU. If we get any more of your texts, 512 447 3776. We can come right back here at the Sports Complex on the Horror 1019 AM 1260, the Horn app, and the HornFM.com. Patrick Davis at the Sports Complex. Weekday afternoons only on The Horn. Last call. So either hook up now or go home and take care of yourselves. To alcohol. The cause of and solution to all of life's problems. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Bring a pitcher of beer every seven minutes until somebody passes out. And then bring one every 10 minutes. I'm very drunk, and I intend getting still drunker before the evening's over. Wrapping things up on a Thursday afternoon here on the sports complex. Thanks to Jacob Standard for joining me like he does every week for the picks. I'm sure all of mine are going to be perfect. And the only ones that you will miss will be the ones you chose against me. Yes. That is what we know. Yes. Uh, we've been asking you on the text line for some jokes, for some OU jokes. So we get closer and
1: closer to Texas OU. Indeed. I've got a couple Jacob, picked out. Jacob, do you out. have some jokes picked out for I've us? I've got a handful picked out. I'm going to ask you a couple questions here, though. Okay. Okay. So why do all the trees in Texas lean north? Why is that? Because OU sucks. Oh, no, I didn't. I had no idea that was where I it was going to go. Right? Yeah, okay. Isn't that crazy? All right. So why did the Oklahoma football team cross the road? Why is that? Because it was easier than crossing the goal line. Ooh, ouch. like all that right, one a lot. I right, right. like that one a lot. Why do the Oklahoma Sooners eat cereal straight from the box? Why is that? They choke whenever they get near a bowl. Ah, I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah, that's a good one. And then there was another one. I gotta go find it again. No, it was is, it was since a little earlier. Good radio. Good radio. So good radio great. Yeah. Go Dang, ahead and just keep Phil <laughs> and
0: Phil and so uh, Texas
1: and OU and. Uh, <laughs>
0: Uh, reminder, right. tomorrow, 4 p.m. to 7 p.m., we're doing the show. An extra hour. We're starting an hour early. Uh, Rob Baber's going to join me in studio. Aaron Hogan out at Terry Black's Barbecue in Dallas. So if you're going to Dallas for the game, you're going to be down there Friday. Go see him. He says he's got some special guests going to come out. They're going to talk Texas OU. We'll be doing it all show long. I'm sure we'll talk about a few other things. But we'll be talking Texas OU. Uh, taking your text as well. I'll make sure that your voice is heard in this conversation, uh, as we do every week, because you know you guys drive the show. and I just try and keep it on the rails. But – uh, then Saturday, pregame, 9 to 11 a.m. pregame. Oh, yeah. uh, it'll be in studio because the bar is not open at 9 a.m. You know, this is what I, a, a benefit of winning. The amount of times that we've had to, in my years of radio doing Texas things, had to set up at empty bars and figure out how to do 9 a.m., 8 a.m. pregame shows because right. Texas playing at 11. Being good right now, Texas seems like, you know, we're getting some better times for games. Well, did you see Buffalo's going to open bars at 8 for the London game? Well that's I mean, it's Buffalo. Yeah, it is. You know. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll have bars. I look, I've been at bars when we did World Cup, they would open up bars early here. Oh, okay. So uh, bars will be open by eleven for the game. Right. They will right, not be right. open for the pregame show right. that we'll be doing. So they'll be in studio nine to eleven, Rob Bavers, Aaron Hogan giving you the best pregame show for the Longhorns you can find anywhere. And then, uh, if you want to come out and watch the game, Jacob and I will be up at the Fieldhouse at the crossover because Aaron will be doing his uh, watch along so if you want to watch along you watch along with Aaron Hogan as well so he'll be doing that so he can't be at the watch party but we will be out at the watch party if you want to come talk with us time. having a good time I'm going to try and get Jacob really drunk before the second half
1: Ooh, that's uh, gonna be fun. so we'll
0: see and uh, we'll, get, we'll get him a drink for uh, every touchdown Texas scores so hopefully blitzed oh, man. is what we hope uh, but that is uh, coming up on Saturday all the
1: information at hornfm.com you found the joke and I did find the joke you ready Yes. Why do Texans say y'all? Why is that? Because it removes the worst two letters, O and U. Ah, That's a
0: good one. I that's a solid it. one. That's I a solid it. one. I like that one a lot. Yep. Uh, we're going to have to come back. We're going to get back with you uh, again tomorrow, the big show. Uh, tonight's game. Do you have any, any way? I think Chan has a good one. Roshan's in it. So maybe we just watch Roshan and we we cheer for Roshan.
1: Yeah, I think that's the only way. I mean, I do have a pick'em league, and I'm going to have to pick one of these two teams to win oh, the I game. Gotta set my so, lineup. So I'll be <laughs> I'll be invested. I'll be invested that much into it. I don't but, think I have any Bears or or y- Commanders. Yeah. So we pick the games and we weight them by points based on how confident yes. you are. This will be a one point game for me. You know, no confidence. No confidence either way in this game. Oh come on now. No. Uh yeah,
0: it'll be a fun time. Uh, we appreciate you guys on the text line as always. You make the show so much more fun. Uh, tomorrow is going to be a really fun show. Uh, bring you as much as we can. Of course, uh, E and Rod B will be back on the air tomorrow morning. Uh, to get you ready. But we hope that the horn will be your home, getting you ready for Texas OU. It is going to be a big game. I'm still feeling
1: good about it, which makes me feel nervous. It's it's starting to get to that point. It's okay to be confident. Last week it was okay to be uncomfortable. This week it's okay to be confident.
0: I like that, Jacob. I like that. Words of wisdom. There you go. From my man, the digital dog. Uh, Do we get a
1: name? We did not get a, yeah, name. We'll there, get a name. There were a couple suggestions, but we'll. we'll get a name next yeah, week. We're workshopping. week next
0: week. So we'll have a yeah. Bye week. We'll have a good old show. <laughs> we're workshopping. I don't know what we're gonna talk about on the show all next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be back tomorrow, starting early, 4 p.m., right here on The Horn. Until then. Uh, be kind, be safe, keep your underwear clean and we will see you tomorrow right here on the Sports Complex